Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, October 16th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on the speaker's race. Number two, the Senate returns with a focus on Israel. And number three, who is raising big money in D.C.? All right, Jake, let's get into it. Of course, all of Washington and frankly, a lot of the world is focused on what is happening in the House uh, this week as Republicans continue to stumble trying to figure out their way forward uh, on who will be the next Speaker of the House. This is going to be a key, key week for Republicans to see if they can manage to stem the chaos and actually find a pathway forward. Yeah, good luck. Um Welcome back to uh, Groundhog Day. Um, once again, it is uh, it's uh, it's really something. The uh, House Republican Conference is in the middle of uh, a chaotic, extraordinarily chaotic, dysfunctional, dysfunctional paralyzation state or something like that. They're splintered. They're throwing food at each other. All those things. Um, and you know, I had, I was talking to, uh, a Republican aide last night who kind of said to me, you know, I, we don't even really deserve power right now. And I thought that was, you know, I thought, I thought that was actually quite, quite striking now. Okay. Let's talk about what's going to happen this week, Tuesday night, tomorrow night. It is Monday today. Uh, house Republicans will go to the floor, um, uh, uh, actually, not Tuesday night, Tuesday afternoon at noon, uh, will go to the floor to vote on Jim Jordan's candidacy to be Speaker of the House. Uh, Jordan won on Friday in a, we haven't talked about this in the podcast yet, but a wildly underwhelming fashion, Anna, uh, that he got 124 yes votes versus 81 for Austin Scott. Remember, Austin Scott got into the race minutes before and before he went into the, to the contest, he said, I don't even want to be speaker. So that's a hell of a way to run for speaker by saying, I actually don't even want this job. I just don't want Effectively, I don't want Jordan to be in this job. Um, uh, he then had a validation vote, which McCarthy pushed. 152 Republicans said yes. 55 said they wouldn't vote for him on the floor. Now, we imagine he shrunk that. God, I hope he shrunk that for his sake, because that's quite embarrassing. Um, and basically, the vibe here is Jordan wants to go to the floor to... Um, uh, try to pressure people to vote yes. Now, what we report this morning is a group of establishment Republicans is working against Jordan. Some members of the House Armed Services Committee and the Appropriations Committee are trying to block him um, and saying they're in the Never Jordan camp. And uh, now a source involved in that effort tell me that they have at upwards of 10 lawmakers in the Never Jordan camp. They're going to vote for somebody else for speaker, but they are not going to vote for McCarthy. Um, I assume that's because McCarthy keeps saying he doesn't want the job. Um, and that will keep, in theory, will keep Jordan from getting the 217 he needs. Anna, what say you? Yeah, listen, I think you lay this out really well, which is basically, you know, Jordan is trying to press forward and put a pressure campaign on Republicans to say, listen, it's time to govern. It's time to get to work. And that comes into focus with the Senate coming back. They're clearly going to do an aid package for Israel, which we'll get back. We'll get into next. But um, unclear, you know, 
how effective this is going to be. It's a lot of votes uh, to turn, particularly when you look at in this in the same way that Kevin McCarthy certainly had the eight never McCarthy votes. Uh, there's a larger swath of Republicans who are in the never Jordan camp. And I think a lot of people are playing this out. Okay, so let's say we get to Tuesday. This doesn't, he, you know, Jordan is unsuccessful, as most people think, at least at this point. Uh, when you look at the back of the napkin math, then, you know, it really becomes even more difficult for Republicans to find a way forward. It's not as if there's, there's certainly other people that people are tossing out, Tom Cole, other folks, but there's not as if there's another favorite or there's somebody that they feel like if if only this person got in, they would be the savior for Republicans. That's the big problem. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what the way out is. Uh, it's not sitting here today, Monday morning, uh, shade before 5 a.m. I don't think it's going to be Jordan, um, uh, at least not now, because there are plenty of people who are um, opposed to his candidacy pretty strongly. Now, um, who the hell else will it be? I mean, people are mentioning all sorts of Republicans, uh, Tom Emmer, Patrick McHenry, blah, blah, blah. Lots of people. But Mike Johnson of Louisiana. None of these. I, I think we need another failure here, <laughs> at least one before we hit rock bottom. But I have had a lot of Republicans say to me over the last couple of days, uh, House Republicans say to me that there won't be a speaker that is not that gets only Republican votes. It'll have to be somebody that Democrats vote for or Democrats are complicit in letting through. Now, what does that mean? That Democrats don't. I mean, that is a big. That is a big statement. That Democrats don't. That Democrats don't show up for. You know, something like that. Um, so anyway, uh, it's a. It are these are depressing times for House Republicans. Some people are saying McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, will get back in. I am doubtful of that because he might have cut, been able to. He might be able to cut away at the eight that voted against him to begin with. I don't I think that his his opposition has otherwise grown. So um, that's where we are, Anna. It's a good time to be in the legislative politics covering business, I would say. Um, we have lots to cover and um, we are uh, ready to do so. I think one final point here that you put at the bottom of uh, the top of Punchable News AM, which I think is important. Any lawmaker. This is just a fact. Any lawmaker can go to the floor when the House opens and offer a privileged resolution to expand Speaker Pro Tem Patrick McHenry's power. Or to name a speaker otherwise. They could do electing him to the post. Yeah. And that would have to come up in a vote in a short order. So there could be other kind of moves that are made, especially the longer this dysfunction continues. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning. The Senate is returning this week um, after a week-long recess, and we are expecting a flurry of moves related to the ongoing war between Israel and Hamas. Uh, first of all, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee is scheduled to hold a confirmation hearing for Jack Lew. He, of course, is President Joe Biden's nominee for U.S. Ambassador to Israel. That's going to be on Wednesday. Um, there's Obvious by part, obviously bipartisan desire here, Jake, to have him Senate confirmed as soon as possible. Uh, but as in all things in politics these days, nothing is as simple as it may seem. That's right. Um, I will say that uh, I do think that Jack Lew will get through. He might not get expedited. I do think Jack Lew will be the next ambassador to Israel. I think that is... 
um, that's a near certainty, to be honest with you. But um, the uh, supplemental bill, which um, the White House is pushing to send money to Israel, is clearly going to start in the Senate because nothing could start in the House because the House doesn't exist at the moment. Um, Chuck Schumer is fresh off a trip from Israel. He has he was there over the weekend after a trip to Asia. Um, he came back to New York and then left again for Israel. Um, the uh, They are trying, the White House and Democrats would like to combine Ukraine and Israel. I am very skeptical of that. Uh, because I think the House Republicans are going to say, we want to fund Israel, we don't want to fund Ukraine right now. Um, and uh, I think that's going to be a huge fight, and that's going to be something that we will watch um, We will watch in the coming weeks. But remember, the House can't pass this right now, so they're going to need to get a speaker before they can pass this, because they don't have the power to pass legislation right now. Patrick McHenry's job is to steer the House toward a speaker election, not to pass legislation. All right. Uh, giddy up. It's going to be an interesting week. And let's move to the number three story of the morning. We have a look at the campaign. Uh, some fundraising numbers for you this morning. First up in the Senate, uh, Representative Katie Porter. She's running for Senate in California, has raised $3.4 million. She has a whopping $11.9 million on hand. Uh, also, a couple other interesting numbers. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz raised $3 million. He's got $5.7 million on hand. Uh, Alyssa Slotkin, running for Senate uh, in Michigan, raised $2.9 million and has $5.1 million on hand. How about this, Anna? John Thune, who just run, won his reelection in 2022, has $17.4 on hand. What is he going to do with that money? He's probably going to try to be Republican leader. So, um, But that is a good sign for uh, Mr. Thune, who is has a lot of money on hand. Going to be interesting. There's a bunch more numbers in the rest of Punchbowl News AM. Encourage you to take a look at that. Also, just want to note that next week we're going to be having a conversation with Representative Stephen Horsford, the Democrat from Nevada, about private equity, supporting small businesses, jobs, and the economy. You can join us in person for that. It's on Tuesday, October 24th at 9 a.m. Or you can also join the live stream. You can look at all of our events uh, that are upcoming this week and next at our events hub at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.